Hey, 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 it is October 6th, Wednesday, 2021. This is Betsy. How's everybody doing today? Mercury retrograde's going strong. And a topic that has been really on my heart to talk about with you is decisions. Decisions, decisions. Right now, you may have an area of your life where you are considering a decision or feeling like you need to make a decision about something. The areas of life that these uh, decisions are, you know, most difficult are related to relationships, home, work, you know, some of the, some of the areas that are closest to our you know, survival, sense of well-being, sense of connection, health. And when those something in those areas is in flux or doesn't feel right, um, we're either sometimes feeling like we're forced to make a decision or that we need to decide if we're going to decide or not. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, right now, my wife and I are deciding where we want to live next. And in that experience, there's all sorts of opportunities, you know, for me, <laughs> for my wife and I to reflect on how we even think about making decisions what kind of frameworks or approaches do we use in order to make decisions? And as a coach, I have a lot of different ideas about what, <laughs> how we might think through making decisions or what we might reference. And recently, I've had a number of people come to me for coaching who are facing a decision and would like help and guidance through that. So upon my reflection on this topic, I'm realizing that I, I, I coach people on making decisions all the time and helping people because I help, what I do is I help people get their own information. And so that's what I am hoping that these episodes do for you is to point the area arrow in towards yourself into your own heart, into your own soul, into your own mind to get your own information about what's appropriate for you in your life and your work and your living situation and your relationships and what you need. And so often what we do in life is we orient ourselves towards what it feels like it is expected of us or that we should want or need or that what other people want and need. And those things obscure our own voice and our own messages. And I'm of the school of thought that if we can follow our own information from our own gut, heart, soul information, that will guide us towards the experiences that are the most nourishing, life-affirming, expanding, and love-filled. And when we deny those messages, it's not to say that we don't have any of those experiences. We may still have love in our life. We may still have enriching experiences, but it's just going to be a more constricted version or a smaller version, or it's going to be, or it is going to be painful and it is going to be uncomfortable and something isn't going to feel right. I like to 
use when we think about decisions, you know, a dating analogy, which, you know, it's when you're thinking about a job or you're thinking about a home, you're thinking about something you're making a decision about. Sometimes we get ourselves into a situation where we say, wow, this, this decision, A, looks really great on paper. So in our case, it could be a house that just really seems like it checks all the boxes. It's the right size. It's fitting into our budget. It's, you know, has a, a nice, you know, walkable neighborhood, which is something that we like. Um, many other elements, whatever those are for you for that decision A. And we look at that and we say, oh, this option, it looks really good. And, or whether it's a job, it's like, wow, this job looks really good. It seems like it's got all the requirements. The company has all the feature features. It's got the benefits that I really want. And we can see something that looks like it should feel right or feel good. And it doesn't feel good. And for you, when you think about moments like that in your life, when there's something that on paper, it seems like it's really good, it makes sense to our minds analytically, but it doesn't feel right, how have you approached that? And you may say to yourself, this, me saying that right now may have reminded you of a relationship you had in the past that you ended or it didn't work out because you thought, oh, this looks good on paper, but it doesn't feel right. And that ended up playing out and not feeling right. Or you may say, well, I can think of times like that. And I've said, no, I'm going to listen to my gut and say that this, this is not right. And based on my life experience, that when I get an intuitive hit is what I call it, or a gut feeling or something doesn't feel right, I know that my mind is going to try to explain why that is. My brain is going to guess, oh, that job isn't right because, um, you know, it's not in the right industry. It must not be the right industry. I guess I'm not the, as excited about that. Or this, this, uh, house, the feeling I'm getting, it doesn't feel right. It's like, well, maybe it's actually, there is something like dangerous around here or, um, that's not safe. Right. So my brain tries to fill in those gaps of why I'm not, I really don't believe that my mind is going to be able to guess why something doesn't feel right. And it, I may never know what that feeling is from, but what I've learned to do is I've learned to trust that feeling and to listen to it. That when I've listened to it and followed it, it's not as if when I listen to it, and I say, okay, something's not right. I'm not going to do this thing that seems like it's obviously a great decision on paper. What I really believe is that, so it's not as if I deny this, this, you know, decision a, that looks really good. And then immediately soon after that, that means that my ideal thing is going to pop up like house job, whatever, whatever is the thing. But what I really do believe is it's going to guide me in a direction. It's going to guide me on a path. Because if I'm just thinking about decision A, this thing on paper that looks really good, and I'm comparing everything to A, I'm obscuring all the other options. So really <laughs> what, what we do to ourselves is we begin to close down possibilities out of fear that that's the only thing that's going to be good for us. And 
it requires a tremendous amount of faith and courage to say no to something on paper and to create space and to be in that uncertainty and what sometimes feels like being, I don't know if you've ever gone swimming in the dark in the ocean. I have. It's, I found it a little scary, very exhilarating, um, but a little scary. And because you can't see and the waves are coming and, you know, I didn't go out deeper than I could touch. Okay. But, you know, it, it feels, it feels scary. It feels uncertain. It feels disorienting. And, you know, our, our bodies and our minds are like, why would we choose to be in that uncertainty when we can choose something that we can, that feels certain that we can see right in front of us? And so it makes sense that because of that drive, that fear of the uncertainty of of not choosing it, that we would just say, okay, let's see how it goes. But I got to tell you, you know, I know we're in situations sometimes in our lives where based on our resources and our, our access to choices that we may choose to be in a situation that doesn't feel totally ideal and that, that maybe doesn't feel good, that that happens sometimes in life. And when we're in times in life or situations where we, we really can take a risk to be in that discomfort. I have learned that I need to listen to that feeling. So like if I'm, it doesn't even matter. Like if my wife and I are deciding on, you know, where to get takeout food or whatever. And I ask her and I see like this hesitation in her. Like I see in her some, yeah, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'm like, okay, that, that sounds like a no. I'll just tell her, that sounds like a no. And she, and then she'll say, well, you know, maybe it doesn't sound that good for this and this reason. Now, by the way, I can see it in her. It's easy for us to see it in other people when there's this hesitation. It can be very hard to see it in ourselves. But learning to honor that and to just be in the uncertainty. So last night, she and I are walking. We're talking about this kind of choice point in life where you have something that is right in front of you that's tangible that you could choose, like a house. You could choose to move into it, even it doesn't quite feel right though. Party wants to do that because it's a relief from now not being in the uncertainty. But if you're in the uncertainty, you don't have to see, this is the thing that I, I thought was so beautiful that I was feeling into is that you could just be in the uncertainty and just wait for the information about the next appropriate step. It doesn't have to be the next hundred steps. And as we're walking down the sidewalk, we're walking by someone's house where they have lights on the sidewalk, it felt like a scene from a movie where it's like we're walking and then a light, right as we approached this light, it would turn on and light our path. And then we'd walk through that light. Then we'd go into the dark again. And then the next light would come on as we approached and we approached. And I, I began, I, I got really moved and I actually took a video of it because we were just talking about this concept that maybe, maybe it's having the courage when you feel like something isn't right to say no to something, because when you say no to something that doesn't feel right, that is actually a big, huge yes to the possibility that you could be moving towards something that could be feeling expansive and loving and enriching and connecting. That it's not saying I have to say no to this thing and then immediately I have to get this other thing 
uh, has to show up so that I know that this is possible. It's like, no, just that, just walk till the next light turns on. Then there's another light that will turn on and pay attention. And then it maybe will, will guide you in a direction. So it's like getting little clues. And I, I will wrap my virtual arms around you right now in a big hug because this is extremely vulnerable and uncomfortable. And when we choose to make these decisions like this in life, where we say, we're going to follow this feeling in our body, we're going to follow this information and we're going to hope that it guides us towards something that feels nurturing, that we feel vulnerable. It feels scary. It activates all this, the scaries in our mind that say something horrible is going to happen. It's all going to not work out. And it might cost us more money. If you have some savings or something, it might cost a little bit of savings. It might cost a little bit of time of feeling a little bit of distress. But what I really trust is that if we follow that voice, we follow that, our, what our body is telling us, what our heart is telling us, what our gut is telling us without allowing our head to try to guess what all those feelings are about, but just follow that feeling and follow it every step of the way. That, that, the discomfort we feel in that process will pale in comparison to the long-term distress that we feel when we deny that something doesn't feel right. If my wife and I choose to live in a house that on paper, everything seems good, but it doesn't feel right in our bodies, what's it doing to our biochemistry? What's it doing to our mental health? What is the sadness that we feel on a deep level that it isn't really what we really want it? And, and, and why would we choose to live like that? You know, why not choose the possibility, even if we have to live in a short-term place that's, that doesn't seem quite as ideal, but we're holding out the hope that we're moving in the direction of something that feels really nurturing for us. So that's where I'm at today. That's where I'm at. And I hope that, that this, what I'm sharing provides, helps you feel less alone and maybe a decision that you're considering and maybe gives you some encouragement or support if you're in that kind of flailing darkness of uncertainty. And I hope it emboldens your courage to say no to things that really don't feel right to you. And in the times that we do things that on paper they feel they seem good or with others around us, they want to do that and it doesn't feel right to us. Give yourself compassion for that too, because we've all done that. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It just means that you're a human being navigating a very complex and dynamic decision tree in your life. Um, and it's challenging. So give yourself compassion for that as well. Sending you lots of love today, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.